0: Mini <laughs> Minneapolis City
1: And the world, we are back. Welcome to the People's Pitch, the one and only podcast of Minneapolis, City, S. C. In case you forgot, I am Nate, and joining me as always is the Peter Venkman
2: to my Winston Zeddemore, John Bisworm. John, it feels good to be back, don't it? It totally does, Nate. I, I f- you know, I feel like I'm actually watching more soccer now that we aren't involved in soccer all the time. I'm catching up with the guys in college. I'm I'm like maybe watching a little more MLS. You got the World Cup qualifiers going on now. It's just soccer everywhere for me, and I am glad we are back to start talking about it.
1: Yes, yes, I agree with you, and it's gonna be nice. Hey, St. Thomas's season started tonight, so you know well, our they, guy will. No, Kees they started. Is
2: out there. I mean, they started like a week ago. I oh, want to say. Mom,
1: oh, it's right. They started on the first. His mom yeah. was super excited at work today. Did she have any indication of, like, what position he's playing, by chance? Uh, no, I have to check. I know both the Olivers are on the wings, so I'm not sure where Will is, but uh, I'm definitely going to he... get out to St. Paul and check that out ASAP. Yeah,
2: I'm thinking we we go to either – we see them play against Bethel and Jeremy's team.
1: Oh, yeah. Or, or, uh, or we, McAllister. Or September McAllister, 30th. yeah.
2: September 30th. I think That might be the, the one I want to circle on the calendar so we can watch uh, – Max go up against uh, against Will and, and those other boners.
1: Well, if we're talking college soccer, summer break is definitely over. And, uh, you know, there's one big newsworthy topic that, that hit last week that we're going to dig deep into in order to get get us back into the swing of things, and that is U.S. Open Cup draws were announced, and we are in, sort of. We're, we're gonna back, how we, We're going to talk about how we made it. We're going to talk about who we're going to play and uh, maybe a little preview as to some of the new some of the new characters that we're gonna have, uh, in the in the movie that is our soccer life. Uh, before we start, though, we of course had our twenty seventeen uh, Minneapolis City member meeting a little over a week ago, John, where we opened yeah. up the books, really dug into what it took to run the team. Uh, hold them and talked for about an hour, um, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna dive into that at length next show. We had a lot of good. Uh, a lot of good member interviews, some good player interviews. talk to Adam Pribble. So please stay tuned for that goodness. But we want to get into the big news of the week. Let's do
2: it, John. All right, Nate and everyone else who's not in the room with us, it's going to be listening to this in a few a day or so. Uh, U.S. Open Cup, we are in. You can't hold us back, you idiots. Uh, now our remember now that our member meeting is uh, is over, um, and we we've you know kind of. Been at the end of city soccer for for over a year, um, and it's been such a long off season that we've had from a. Uh, when I say over a year, I mean from a U.S. Open Cup perspective. But thankfully, we have the U.S. Open Cup again, and like you said, we are in. Draws were released late last week, and we have our marching orders, Nate. So yes. let's talk a little bit about uh, about how and how we're in the Open Cup. I mean, many of you know that um, we had, a, you know, we suffered the plight of being kicked out last year. And, I mean, honestly, we're, we're still one of, what, three undefeated teams left in the Open Cup right now? <laughs> so we're, we're still waiting to find out who the ultimate, um, in parentheses, or in, in quotation marks, winner of the 2017 uh, U.S. Open Cup is so we can challenge them to an official match. But... Uh, If we learned anything last year, Nate, it's to read the rules and the rules we read. Our crack team at City Headquarters, and by crack team I mean Nick Sint, Mm -hmm. dug deeply into how the regional qualifying really works. So, USSF allows teams of any make or model that play within a qualified U.S. Amateur League at any level to enter the tournament. With a chance at qualifying for the real deal. That's outside of sanctioned leagues like the MPSL, the PDL, and so on up the ladder. So teams like um, you know, the Bavarians and the PLA. As we know, last year the PLA didn't offer any auto bids. Same happened this year. Um, the MPSL does. So this is the only way for us to really make the tournament. Um, you know, I did mention how the MPSL does not offer um, the the chance for teams to qualify regionally. We'll get into that. But by and large, we read the rules. We figured it out. We'll be wearing the Mr. Disguiso glasses, nose, and mustache. And we will be entering the tournament as um, under a new moniker, Nate, to yeah. some folks. Um, but we we'll, we'll we'll be in this year until maybe they figure out another way to kick us out.
1: So I got... I want a little clarifying question, and this is maybe a little high level, um, maybe not. I don't want to get too in depth, but my understanding is then, because there's no auto bids uh, for for the NPSL, no auto bids for the PLA, and I mean, well, technically by, the by NPSL does auto have bids, auto bids. Like, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. So by that we meant though with the PLA is like just because the Bavarians won their division or won, you know, that they didn't get an automatic. Uh, they didn't get an automatic berth. They had to win that U.S. Amateurs Cup, right?
2: Well, no, not even that actually. So MPSL has like a like a, a bucket of of auto bids. So clearly, you you know, I think last year they had eighteen teams in, maybe maybe sixteen teams in, and it's so all cle- based on
1: like uh, record, but also uh, goals. At, what goals points scored? Right? Yeah, they, they, points per game.
2: Yeah. So so Aris is never getting in. Right. Um. but, but no. So, so they have a bucket. So you, you figure your your national champion, your runner up, and your regional champions all get in, and then you figure your um. You know your conference champions then have a crack at it, and then whatever's left over goes to that kind of point system that you talked about. So, right. um, and then as far as how the Bavarians go, they would have actually have to qualify through the same level we are if they were to. They they did not enter this year almost deadline day um, decision not to enter. Um, those guys do play a lot of soccer in the summer. So it's just been a whole nother thing to add to it. And, you know, I believe they would have probably won their qualifier if it wasn't against us clearly. Um, but
0: so, so yeah,
1: diligent, like diligent reading and strict adherence to the rules. Somehow Minneapolis city is in the, is in the U S open cup again. What does that mean? And how do we do
2: it? So record? what it truly means for city is that our season is completely over. Like, Minneapolis City is not going to start again until we start kicking the tires on picking the team. Yep. However, because we have this little engine that could in the U.S. soccer landscape called Stegman Soccer Club, we, in fact, can sign up and qualify under the parent club name. <coughs> Excuse me. So we will enter the tournament as Stegmans, really in name only, Nate. So what does that mean that we're going to, on the on the sheets and
1: on the U.S. Open Cup draw sheet, <coughs> we're, we're, we're entered in as stegman's soccer club and when we show up we're going to be waving all the minneapolis city banners and wearing our minneapolis city kits and yes we're
2: going to expect no one to raise a stink about it well they they actually can't um as long as our jerseys adhere to the letter of the law we can have anything on them that we want so we'll be wearing once again our cup jerseys the famous fauxback jerseys which I guess you'd call them throwback now that it's another beyond legit the first throwback, yep. yeah, a legit throwback. <laughs> so um, we'll be wearing our U.S. Open Cup jerseys that we we so famously donned last year. But they, unless there's some new rule that we are not seeing in the bylaws that are just pages and pages worth of garbage, um, we're in. Where there's no way they can get rid of us. <laughs>
1: so we know that apparently there's going to be some crossover. With Stegman's in Minneapolis City, does this mean fans are only going to look forward to seeing uh, the Stegman's players play the ones that we know? Crossover between Stegman's and City, the guys like
2: Joey and Wex and and uh, and Timmy Wills. Actually, um, yes, you'll see those guys. Um, but because of the fact that this is a little bit of a unique situation, you know, we would have gone in as as Minneapolis City if if we were allowed to. Where you'd have you know the majority of their, your city players just kind of organically penciled into the to the roster. Um, we're also not just gonna gonna be putting in just the Stegman's team. So what we did was we you know we, we kicked the tires with all the guys and we, we talked to them about it and we didn't want to make it uh, an opera um, you know a situation where. The Stegman's guys didn't have a chance to at least like show themselves against the city players, and so what we did was we held a tryout. So we invited um, any of the Minneapolis city um, players that were interested, any of the Stegman's players um, that were interested, including across all Stegman's teams. So not just um, the 77s in Division One. Um, you know, the old boys were also offered it, and and so on. Oh, so <coughs> you could have tried out for the other team if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to try out for my own teammate. Oh, that's true. Right. <laughs> I pencil myself in. I mean, come on. Who who are you kidding here? I mean, you're good for at least what, twenty minutes in a yellow card? I yeah, you know, and I'll at least drop one Hollywood ball. So <laughs> I, I don't know where you put that on the stat sheet. It might be a shot on target if I miss hit it, but um so we also extended the offer to other um local players. So we reached out to players that were on the Twin Stars, players that were on the um VSLT we also went into MASL division one and here's where we get a little bit of um, more rule adjustments so we contacted MASL and said hey we want to put in this team and we want to be able to put on put players on a roster that won't count against next summer's team because typically in the past the the Minnesota you know amateur soccer league Makes you lock your rosters in. So when right. we went, we, when we went to play in the U.S. Amateur Cup in Milwaukee, and we wanted to bring some city guys, those guys were were roster tied mm-hmm. to segments all summer, even if they could only play in one game. For a guy like Joey, we probably would have played more in the summer. Um, got injured, couldn't couldn't play, so they they wasted a roster spot technically in theory on Joey. Same goes with Miles. Got injured, didn't want to didn't want to jeopardize his city position so he didn't play a lot this summer um, so we reached out to all the managers and we had quite a few guys turn up for uh, a little bit of a tryout oh <coughs> excuse me <coughs> so that that's how we that's how we ended up selecting the team so we might have a little little sneak peek of those
1: guys in a second but let's uh let's talk details about this game when is this game who are we playing and where is it it's gonna be it's not going to be anything like last year is it
2: Nope, going to be a little bit different. Kind of feel like we got our screws turned just slightly uh, a little bit tighter by U.S. soccer. So, like last year, we put in to host the, the, the game. We had Oakland come come visit us. We sent them home packing, and everyone had a great time. Classed up the cup. The citizens wore, you know, some fancy, uh, some fancy gear. There were some flapper dresses, I think, at one point. I don't really remember. I was coaching, so uh, some three-piece suit action. But anyways... <laughs> So we we put in to host again that uh, that was denied, (laughs) clearly. So on September 24th, that is a Sunday, which is another kick in the teeth. We are going to be traveling to my Las Vegas, Kansas City, Missouri, to play (laughs) the Santa Fe Wanderers, who play in the equivalent of R M We're going to be trying to change the game to the 23rd, trying to work with them. There is a Sporting KC match that day, so... Perhaps we can kind of get them to maybe do like a, an earlier Saturday game where we'd have the chance to be able to go up there and go to the game, maybe make it a little more worthwhile for fans. But that's all a lot of heavy lifting that we'd have to do behind the scenes. So in theory, we're playing on September 24th. Um, game time and location details are still TBD. But the team we're playing are the Santa Fe Wanderers names.
1: So the Santa Fe Wanderers, you said kind of the equivalent of our MASL I'm going to assume unless the MASL down there in, in KC, well, I'm going to assume they don't have this, the same level of uh, social media presence and web no. savvy as Stegman's soccer club. So they we probably don't know a ton about these guys, do we?
2: I mean, I'm not sure the internet's even gotten to Kansas City yet, so... Um... <laughs> Uh, purely joking. They actually have uh, Google Fiber in Kansas City, so we're behind the times there. But yes, you're correct. Uh, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not Minneapolis City or Stegman's. If if that answers your question, they uh, they are little little known outside of Kansas City, but they are well known within the area as being a quality side. So, however, although they're unknown, I reached out to my little birds and I've been told that they are something relatively close to what we see with a VSLT.
1: Now MASL, to be clear, is the is the amateur league that the Stegman's Internationals play in. Uh, am I am I correct?
2: Yes, so, they uh, you are ninety percent correct. the uh, The ten percent you're missing is they are called Stegman Seventy Sevens. They I'm were sorry. the internationals. That's right. They
1: were the internationals. That's right. So okay. that I mean, so they're below where we are in the NPSL, below the PLA, um, basically
2: the entry level amateur soccer for uh, for Minneapolis. Correct, but I mean, if you, if you think about from a from a, a perspective of state leagues, I mean, look at the teams that come out of state leagues. You look at the Bavarians. You look at Christos. Yeah, you Christos look at was the Harpos, Providence, right? Providence, Harpos. Um, you know, even our Stegman's team is successful at the at the amateur at, at the amateur level when they go up against teams that maybe are a little bit of a higher league caliber. Mm-hmm. So definitely shouldn't look, look past the eyeglasses at these guys. You know, they're they're going to be a good soccer side. Okay. So, um, like I said, very close to what we might see from a VSLT, both from um, a tactical standpoint, they're, they're very well-rounded, and from kind of a makeup of ethnicities. Um, they offer a good mix of players who kind of age-range match, similar to what we're putting together. Um, so, really, if, if you're thinking about it, in, in his, if history repeats itself, we're in a really good position to travel there and play a very competitive side that I think we can beat. Um, but again, you have to throw in the travel and we're likely going to have to fly instead of drive. And so it's going to be, it's going to be a different thing for us. And all those things that make up trying to travel, um, you know, with these guys have jobs and, you know, it's on a Sunday and it just, it, it creates kind of a little a per- uncertainty an uncertainty, and a little bit of a storm. So like part of making up our roster, which we'll get into, <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me, is um, dedicated players who are willing to make the sacrifice to be able to go to the game. So, because
1: yeah, this game's coming up in as of the recording of this, 19 days. So that's real fast to pull a team together and find mm-hmm. some cohesiveness. Uh, luckily, it feels like um, <coughs> whenever we travel, whenever Minneapolis City travels, we play much better. Whether it's to Dakota, to Sioux Falls, uh, to Rochester, when we to travel Milwaukee. together. We yeah to milwaukee right whenever we travel together uh, the team plays pretty well so hopefully that that travel creates kind of a a bonding is acts as a bonding agent for our team and kind of gets them to to play a little better but you know let's not put the cart before the horse here do we even have a, a
2: roster put together yet have we been training i mean who's on the team let's let's just start there so to answer your first question, yes, Nate, um, we have been training. I, I mentioned we had a little bit of a trial period too, so we've been at it for a little over two weeks. Um, it, that includes the the trial for the local players, and you know, as you know, these guys that we have in, in town are they're play they're, they play whether it's Stegman's or Minneapolis City, mm-hmm. um, you know, like two three times a week. So it's not like we had a bunch of guys getting fat on a couch. Um, I mean, maybe some of them were, but. Um, <laughs> these, these guys have been playing soccer and if they're not playing they're coaches, so yeah. they, they're around a soccer ball and that's good. So we're not really missing a beat. So, um, so yeah, we've been at it for a little over two weeks. So you can expect some familiar names, um, that people listening to this show recognize, um, some blasts from the past in there, a little toss, some tossed in a little, uh, little guys we haven't talked about in a little while. And then a, a few new players to the mix, Nate. Oh, That's good. Uh, So let's start off with the guys we know. Um, This, you know, um, not really a huge shocker uh, when it comes to the goalkeeper position. We have Matt Elder and James. Um, Peter is um, also potentially in the mix, but um, kind of unable to fully commit, like I talked about, looking for those committed players. Uh, On the defensive back line, pretty much all of our starters um, outside of Nick Hines from this past year and uh, outside of Max and, uh, and Hoof. So we have Chuck, Charlie Adams, um, A.O., A.J., Joey, Trey, who is a recent graduate and working um, as a teacher right now. So mm-hmm. he's in town. And then Abdallah. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Just getting over a cold, folks. Sorry. Got a little bit of a cough still. Um, from a midfield perspective, we have Dan O'Brien, Martin, Wexler, and Whitney. And then up top we have Timmy and Miles. So with that group we you know I just mentioned here, clearly we have enough players to play a game, but we're going to need to kind of augment that to make sure we have a well-rounded team. So As I get into the next piece, guys that make a return, you'll see how we're going to slowly start kind of adding to the mix. So the first guy that we're going to be adding to the mix is a name that you're familiar with from last season is Ike Forsgren. So Ike Forsgren is back in town, um, taking a little bit of time off from school. So he played all summer with Stegmans and uh, is uh, is ready to kind of rejoin us for this Open Cup run. Uh, Included with him is Nick Hutton, if uh, that name is kind of – been out there as he's been on kind of the fringes of being a full-time city player for a little bit now. No, um, people
1: don't remember Nick Hutton scored the, uh, the game tying goal against the university of Minnesota. Just a belter. He's a gift now. Yep. Uh, that was, uh, our, our friendly to start this last Minneapolis city season.
2: Yes. Uh, one of the greatest sound bites of any player interview that we've ever had. When I asked him, uh, if he's done enough to make the team, you know, um, Scoring, uh, scoring that that goal, and and making some really good appearances as a kind of a an add on to to what we were putting together. He said, "Aw shucks, I don't know. I just put the boots on and do what the coach tells me." <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> just that like hillbilly aw shucks, um, you know, uh, minor league baseball sound bite. Um, but as for people who know Nick, Nick's a winger. Nick was a Division One uh, track sprinter at the U. Um, possesses credible speed. Um, Just the tank is always full for him and uh, really looking forward to having him back in the mix. Really great attitude. Um, Unfortunately got hurt last open cup uh, run and was, was unable to um, participate in the game. So glad to have Nick back. And then Ryan Camerata for, you know, he was with us on our our inaugural PLA season. Um, He actually is a a PhD candidate at the U in um, some sort of like, super science. I don't know what it is. Like he's like a rocket scientist. So he actually was away from us for a while. Um, doing, um, some postgraduate work and, and joined back up after we had already selected the team. So, but Ryan's a Stegman's guy, um, kind of a a linchpin of the Stegman's team, um, for years. And, uh, and one that we wanted to bring back in, um, Ryan's a center midfielder for those of you who don't remember. And, uh, he went to school with uh, with at Carlton with Big Game James and, and Timmy. So um, and then has played with AO and a few of the other Stegman's guys for years. So um, some continuity there.
1: But uh, those those guys aren't going to really be enough to round out the roster, right? We're gonna add some. We're gonna add some talent, add some heat, make sure we are uh, extra competitive for this next U.S. Open Cup run.
2: Yes. So now we're on to the new guys. Any other questions you might have about the other people? No, I mean I think I... we're pretty
1: familiar with them. And it's good to see some of them back. I mean, it's good to I see know. all of them back, but it's good. To, it's good that
2: those three, Ike, Nick, and Ryan, are uh, are making there's just, a triumphant uh, return. There's just some guys you can't get rid of, right? They're, yeah. they're always going to be there. You yeah. know, like you're, like if there's a soccer game going on, A.O.'s probably there. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it's it's great to have those guys back in the mix. But we do, yeah, like you said, we do have to round out twenty two. And um, you know, there's there's some names that <clears throat> are in town players that that were on our roster that aren't on this list, and that's okay, um, you know. And there's some guys from other teams that we had on our roster um, last year for the Open Cup, and, and some that kind of have retired from this type of soccer. And you know, a guy like Landy, um, who I'm sure if we call him up and he could make the make it work with his his day job. He'd, he'd show up at the game and, and put in a, a shift. But we have to add some new guys. So, new guys we do have. We have one, two, three, four, five of them kind of rounding out our roster. The first one is Miles Norville. The soccer gods who brought us Brandon, Brandon by this summer, Nate, have shined on us again with Miles. Uh, Miles is a former Shattuck DA player who spent um, his time there pairing with Trey uh, Ben Hart uh, in the center back. Uh, position for a few years and just finished up his schooling at luther college in iowa and moved to town to seek employment so miles is a wonderful player with size Uh, he's super tall um, smarts skill and just finished up a stint with a little known team this summer you may have heard of called the des moines menace
1: oh i do know those guys yeah you know they they know how to play (laughs) soccer so another, another guy to help shore up the defense. Nice that he already knows Trey. Nice that they've worked together. Uh, should be easy to slot in. Correct. Yep.
2: Um, and and as you can see as we're getting to the, the the latter half of our roster announcement here, we're starting to see where position battles are going to start to happen yep. and how some of the players who maybe have played one position are going to be moving into maybe a, a different position um, when we, we, we kind of – hit the reset button on this team. Um, one thing I didn't note is that um, the head coach of our team, which I should have mentioned earlier, is going to be Dan Hudeman. Yes. And, I'm, yeah, he, um, he's been taking the head coaching duties. Um, I've taken uh, a half step back because of some family and some work obligations. And then Cole Erickson, who was with us last year, who was mm-hmm. uh, one of my Stegman's teammates, is uh, is assisting again as is Daniel Warner who is um the head coach and manager of the MASL Division 3 Championship undefeated Stegman's Old Boys. Yes. So um and then Doug Sydney is working with the goalkeepers. So an, another well-rounded group that we have um kind of helping out the staff. But anyways, back to the players, Miles Norville, thank you for moving to Minnesota um <laughs> it sounds like you're pretty excited about this guy <clears throat> yeah i mean i i i get really excited when i see a quality soccer player i don't care what position they're at um it, it you can just see like i'm a vision guy because I'm, I'm a center midfielder and i get a, a deep lying center midfielder so I, I i like people who can see the whole field and he's one of those guys so I, I got really excited when he when he came to the tryouts and i was like first off i Trey's like, oh, meet my friend, my my friend that I brought, Miles. I turn around and shake his hand, and it's just like I, I had to continue to keep looking up, and try to try to find where his face was because he's so big. <laughs> so, um, so it's good to have some some additional size um, that we can add into maybe a defensive center midfield position um, that can win those headers and knock the ball down to kind of our our. Uh, are, are shorter center midfielders and guys like Wexler and, and Martin's not, not the tallest guy either, but you know, someone that can, can win the aerial balls um, and, and has some length, lengthy range um, to be able to, uh, to kind of throw in some of those tackles in the midfield. Um, the next player, <coughs> not to be confused with Ronaldo is Rolando Barclay. So Rolando comes, comes to us via a, a referral from Whitney and Martin Brown he is a, a Northwestern Minnesota University uh, product who is a big, strong, back-to-the-goal type forward who's very hard to take the ball off of. So think of um, a, a, a wider version of, of Tim Wills, um, You know, someone who, who kind of thrives with their back-to-the-goal. Um, and he possesses some deceptive speed for his size, and works really hard on the defensive side of the ball in the offensive third. So he's going to track those those kind of you know 60-40 um, type balls that are down in the offensive third that he can he can try to uh, create a turnover, um, specifically if we lose the ball in the offensive third. Um, but also um, when teams are kind of pinging the ball around the back, he's the guy that's going to go kind of bird dog it and hunt kind of it down press for a us and force some yeah. mistakes. Yep, which is um you know not not to slight any of the guys that we had uh, on our roster this summer, but at times something we were missing a little bit, right? Yeah, definitely like a like you're talking like a Kyle Farrar kind of presence that
1: can hold up the play, that can push guys off off himself, but can also force mistakes.
2: Yep, right, and uh, and aerially win the ball. Yeah, um, it, uh, whether it's crosses coming in from the wings or um you know something maybe maybe a ball coming from deep, maybe from a center back or um, you know, from from a goalkeeper, you know, and what we've seen in the in the Open Cup is, um, and, and even in the MPSL is, um, it's okay to be direct sometimes, and um, some teams more uh, than sometimes. So they're they're always being direct. Uh, Rolando is definitely a forward that thrives um, in that kind of direct style of play. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, our next player is Barnidum Corda. Um, well, that name sounds familiar. Yes, he sounds familiar for a couple of reasons. Um, one, he is the boyfriend of former Minneapolis City intern Ashley um, from season one. <clears throat> but he <laughs> is um, like it's a reality show. It is, yeah. Season one of the real world. Um, Barnidum is somewhat of a, a guy who falls into that guys making the return bucket slightly. Um, he's a lightning quick wingback who tried out with City going into his senior year at Augsburg a year ago. Uh, and it was one of the last cuts of the team, um, basically for what I'm going to, for reasons of what I'm going to state next. Uh, after another year of school, um, he just kind of needed to, he needed one more year mm-hmm. of, of of school. And not, not to say that it, he wasn't good enough back then, but it was, is he going to unseat any of the players that we had brought in from a from a defender standpoint on the wing or even one of our wingers. And at that time, the answer in our opinion was no. And we didn't want to like, you know, retard his process of growing as a soccer player by having him sit all summer. (coughs) Excuse me. So went into his senior year at Augsburg a year ago, recent graduate. Um, Like I said, one of the final cuts had a successful um, senior season, actually successful career at Augsburg um, and then played this past summer with Crosstown Boners, the Minnesota Twin Stars, um, but he's kind of back where I think he belongs um, in a in a system that will really help um, you know, foster his game to continue to grow. If cause I, I know he has some aspirations of playing soccer beyond school a little bit, so I think this is a good a good spot for him. Nice. Um, like I mentioned, he um, he's a wing back. He can also play like a like a outside midfielder position. Possesses another guy who possesses a a constant full tank of gas. It has legitimate sprinter speed. He's one of the fastest players I've really ever seen on a soccer field. And that includes Nick Hutton, who literally was a college track star. So um, nice to have even more blinding speed when he started throwing guys like Whitney. um, You know, miles is quick. And then you know even AOs fast we start possessing the ability for us to have guys that get forward but also can quickly get back if they need to, um, and uh, really can, you know he he's always looking to go forward and uh, and that's something you need out of um, maybe potentially uh, kind of a, a late inning reliever that comes in when when you need to press. So um, happy to have Barnidum back in the mix. Yeah, I think outside <coughs> the team, there's not a not a whole ton of speed. Uh, well,
1: Nick. Right, right. Nick and yeah, Nick and Whitney, like not a whole ton of speed. So like you said, nice to have a little depth. Um, make sure that we've got those threats coming off
2: the bench or, or outright. Right, exactly. Or, you know, God forbid we have injury concerns, um, you know, someone who could play the full ninety and in, in, in the or the full hundred and twenty as we learned last year in the open cup, um, who can actually play that whole time because he has so much energy. Um All right, so welcome back, Barnetum. Um, the last two guys are also new, and continuing the referral theme, Zach Brown, uh, not to be confused with the lead singer of the band. Um, Zach was brought to us by former college teammate and current Cardinals of the MASL teammate of Charlie Adams. Zach uh, had a storied career at Gustavus um, in the Mayak. He was the former Mayak Player of the Year and is a former Division Three All-American attacker. So he possesses speed and technical ability and can kind of score with both feet coming off of either wing or pairing with a friend up top in a two forward system. So again, you're starting to see how we're shaping our roster where we are bringing in guys who can maybe play a a, a couple different positions um, or uh, augment what we were looking for maybe in the summer. So, uh, and, and, and we, we didn't bring in just random guys off the street um, and that was by design. We wanted to bring in people that we've, we, and I say a collective we, whether it's our current players or our coaching staff, or even me as a, as a, you know, a sporting director have seen play before. Yeah. And, um, you know, really looking for those type of guys to, uh, to fill in. And well, Zach a, is definitely one of them.
1: It's a quick start, right? Like we said, there's only a, few, <coughs> a couple of weeks until our first, until the U S open cup game. So we got to make sure that these guys have, some sort of chemistry together already, or at least the coaches are familiar with how they play and how they could potentially be used because there's not a, lot of, uh, not a lot of time to get to know each other here.
2: Right, exactly. And, I mean, if you look at what we did last year with the Open Cup, you know, we brought in guys like Tom Corcoran and Joey, Joey um, Gustafson. And I had no, I, I mean, I, I saw their, their college tape, you know, like I, I really just asked people, like, who should we bring in for this? And outside of the players we knew, those those were the two guys who were just like I don't know, let's see let's see if they can play. And <coughs> excuse me. Luckily for us, they both could play. And um and you know they were good guys and and they, they fit in well. So we had to quickly, like you said, kind of bring that back in. And uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. Um, the last player who rounds out our twenty two is uh, Jake Foley. Jake is. Um, The last new addition to the team, um, and is a familiar name as um, I mean, it's a very familiar name, Jake Foley. Many of you around, yeah, many of you, yeah, many of you uh, around city know Jake as the full-time head of the city's athletic athletic training staff during the summer. But I know him as my center midfield partner for Segman's old boys. So this marks the first time that an old boy has joined us for the U.S. Open Cup, following the lead of Nick Hines, who kind of cracked that roster uh, for City this summer. So we're starting to see um, – for players or people who are listening to this, we're starting to see some fostered growth beyond Segment 77 and guys that kind of share back and forth between city. We're starting to see people coming up through our parent club. It's and I think dream. it's great.
1: It's like your dream.
2: Right. It is. It's almost like I've, I've created my own minor league baseball system. Um <laughs> <laughs> so um so so jake's just the next guy on the list and i mean many of you probably didn't even know he played soccer just knew him as our trainer but jake is a very physically gifted center midfielder <coughs> excuse me who's your prototypical number 10 he possesses kind of that go forward attitude uh and has an, another guy who has a consistent motor so again nate another theme is guys who have a full tank of gas that can maybe yep. go you never know we're gonna be playing for
1: 120 minutes
2: Right, exactly. And we only get three subs. So you need guys that are, that, you know, by just organic design are built for, um, you know, with stamina and for, for the, the long haul. Um, he can pick out, Jay can pick out passes um, in the final third to an attacker. Very good vision. Um, or he can kind of put his head down and beat a defender um, physically or w- with his speed. And, and has the ability to shoot from distance. So, um, you know, something that we kind of look for in our in our midfielders in the in the final third. Uh, He's also um, unique to our makeup uh, as he took 10 years off of competitive soccer after high school uh, to become uh, what I think is a fantastic uh, physical therapist and athletic trainer until he recently moved back to the city's um, to his hometown of White Bear and and then joined Stegmans, uh, I believe, uh, three years ago. And um, his first year with Stegmans was named the club player of the year and um, this continue, great guy uh, if, if any of you listening know him and really excited that, that Jake decided to to drop the kit bag and uh, medical kit bag I should say and uh, and give it a shot to play play these guys I think um, he's fitting well he puts in really hard work and you know he, he some people might think he might have an uphill battle to to make the the game day 18 but he works really hard and, uh, and as long as he continues to do that, the, the eyes are definitely open. Sweet. Well,
1: I mean, you know, John, is there any, uh, is there
2: any possibility for more roster additions as we move forward or is this pretty much it? We are locked in and loaded. Uh, we did, of course, us soccer. Um, I don't know how, how else to say this, um, screwed us with the fact that we had to have our rosters in by a certain time. And then, then moved the date up on oh. everyone. Yeah. So uh, we thought we had a little more time. We also thought we had a little more time with our first round game. Um, as we know, we don't. So, um, you know, what else create uh, fosters um, everyone's best than a little bit of adversity, Nate, right? That's right. I mean, that's uh, it brings out the best in people. You are correct. Mm-hmm. So this is what, uh, WYSIWYG, man. What you see is what you get. This is going to be us. (laughs) All right. Well, that is
1: all for tonight's show. Uh, thank you as always to our sponsor summit. Uh, you've helped us fuel our fire, uh, all season. And now hopefully will into our U S open cup run and they can help you do it too. get down to your local bar or liquor store and partake in the summit immediately. Uh, is that true? This Saturday at four, they're hosting their backyard bash. That is true. It is. It is. It is true. true. Music, I'm I'm volunteering. Music, beer, and fun. Uh, you got to check it out. Don't be a dummy. I, I was gonna volunteer, John, but I've got the United game to go to, so I am sorry, cannot. Yeah, I it. mean,
2: uh, stop on down to the uh the, the special uh cask beer area. That was my that's my assignment. Oh. Um, and say hello. Uh, I'll be there from four to eight p.m. We also have about. Um, close to 20 uh stegmans and minneapolis city players and and uh some of the citizens are going to be out there too helping so if uh if you're listening to this and you have nothing to do from uh, 3 to 9 p.m be some music some beer um you'll get to see some of your your uh your favorite familiar faces from soccer uh, in the minneapolis area out there at summit so definitely yeah definitely come check it out it's, it's awesome it's a soon. good time yeah it's a great time i, I recommend everyone going Hey, Minneapolis City
1: memberships for 2018 are available now and they're only $50. It's going to get you a ticket to every home game next year, Uh, any home game, any home U.S. Open Cup games that we may have in the future, because you never know. Uh, The 2018 member scarf, whatever that turns out to be, a member card, a vote as a member, and of course, a seat at the table in Soccer Valhalla. Make it happen. (sighs) Uh, this is the cheapest it is going to be. You want to head over to MPLSCitySC.com and check it out. Prices only go up. Uh, we love to give back, and we need the help and support of the people. So if you're looking to align yourself with a fine group that loves to give back as well, you are in luck because Minneapolis City is a 501c3 that does good on and off the pitch. Of course, every donation is fully tax-deductible, so start thinking about that as the year Winds down. Consider giving to this club that gives back. Man, don't uh, say that. I'm not ready for the year to. I know, isn't it depressing? If it is. <laughs> If you want to get a hold of uh, of me or John, we've made it easy. If you have any questions about the roster, questions about the U.S. Open Cup, uh, send us a note on Twitter Twitter at the People's Pitch or through email mcsc podcast at gmail All questions, comments and concerns are of course welcome as always you can always hit that club up at mpls city sc if you want to tweet dick pics or something that is all for this week <laughs> we will t- <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next next week or the week after uh not sure with this in with more info on the u.s open cup and uh, of course the recap of our member meeting with some of those some of those delicious interviews and insights uh we're gonna let our house band go get him. tiger take it away with We Live With The Pines. Thank you, people, for joining us. I have been Nate. That is John. And make sure to stay classy
2: all week long. Hoofs back in school.